What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM Podcast. I'm your host, Ezra McCann, and I'm joined, as always, by our outstanding co-hosts. He's a Chicago Public League legend. He's a Simeon legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers. He was all swack. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we've got the NFL Draft enthusiast our guru he knows everything about what's going on in college football and all the talent that's coming out of there you can catch all his work on nbcsportschicago.com and the my teams app it's glenn morgan aka the gm gentlemen what's going on man how was how was how was week one of the nfl season for you guys it was it was it was as as gm just did Ooh. <laughs> Especially with how Week One just ended, man. What man? That the Raider, <laughs> that uh, that Raiders Ravens game was wild, man. That was that was a wild ending. Yeah, yeah. A bunch of bunch of unexpected blowouts, bunch of expected blowouts. <laughs> some so, tight games. <laughs> some tight games. It was crazy Week One, man. Crazy Week One. From, from well, Thursday night football to Monday night football, they both kept you on the edge of the seats. That was awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we had that Sunday night game, which uh, so how about those White Sox? <laughs> <laughs> really looking forward to the playoffs oh, in man. October. So I don't even know where to start with this game, man. Um, <laughs> I mean, I I knew you know it was going to be uh, a tough game for the Bears to win, mm-hmm. going out on the road. You know, they're mm-hmm. opening SoFi Stadium, mm-hmm. fans are there. It was going to mm-hmm. be a, a wild atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your offensive line is, you know, shaky at best. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they really weren't the problem last night. Hmm. So, what would you say was the problem last the, night? The problem. Well, there were there were two issues. Right? Two problems in my two opinion. Two problems. All right. The first was that the defense just they didn't show up. Mm. There was just just I what I saw was lack of effort. Uh, from the defensive side of the ball, and in particular the secondary. So uh, you're, you're trying to say the secondary never learned how to play tag in school, huh? Never. Never. Clearly never. they did. <laughs> Clearly they Gibson, did. Gibson Gibson literally ran like like you ever like you, you're, you're sprinting and you can't stop yourself. He ran right, right by Jefferson <laughs> on that on the, on this play you're talking about. And you see and, Fuller. And and right? <laughs> I that's wish the, he was around. That's the weirdest number four. And then number four just just gave up. Yeah. All he all he had to do was literally touch the guy, and yeah, it, he, it, he thought he was still at Alabama. Obviously, that man. that was that was that was, that was embarrassing. It, it it was very suspectish. Like <laughs> like for real. Like to see that it was like like. Was the call in that we're gonna let because all of hoopla about Matt Stafford coming to throw the ball downfield? Is that like, like literally, like the guy sprinted past him, but like he didn't even flail his arms or anything, like to even like reach down. Like I can understand your momentum takes you and you flail your arms and you miss, but like you didn't even try, and like Eddie Jackson just literally quit on the play. They both they both thought the other guy was gonna was going like. to attack was gonna tag right. or touch all all they had to do was touch him just touch him yeah they, they they each thought the other guy was gonna do it and instead of taking care of it yourself 
you get beat touchdown Rams. Um, that that was that like I said that was that was an embarrassment. Um, there was no pass rush, and I know Stafford was getting rid of the ball quickly. Um, I hate to say this, and I and I've you know uh, people have said it in the past, and I've been like, nah, it's ah, what's coming? Uh oh. Uh-oh. Max, Max, Max looked like he lost a step, man. Oh, wow. He's a pro bowler last year. Oh, oh, I understand that, man. And I get, you know, he's still – he's getting double teamed. But there was a time where, you know, he would get past that. He's he's not doing that right now. Wow. Um, Akeem Hicks, I thought, had a really good – had a, had a really good game. Um, you can tell they miss Eddie Goldman inside, right? And hope hopefully he can he can come back at full strength. But outside of that, man, that that was the defense just did not look good at all. And I don't know if it's you know I don't know was was the, the scheme not there? Did well, did, did Sean yeah. Desai call just call a bad game? There was one there was one instance in particular. Um, I saw Ogletree ended up basically like playing corner and they gave <laughs> they gave up a big run uh right up the middle and it's like why was Ogletree over there oh yeah yeah uh, going up against a receiver it didn't you know didn't make sense to me um they have serious issues in uh uh in nickel situation and really they, they play a lot of nickel but they don't have a nickel back um mm. they have what was 20 who was who's the the new 23 out there uh, Christian, he looked awful. Uh, it, I man, that, that was the defense. Just, just <laughs> a suspect. Um, so, so that, that was problem one. So are are you, are you angling towards the DC or the GM in terms of having the talent? Is well, you're saying? it it all it it all goes upstairs to the GM. You let you let your yeah. your your uh, your Pro Bowl cornerback go. I, I asked, really do we think? I asked, do we think Fuller makes that bunch of a difference? He, he probably he tags could. the guy. Yeah, he probably tags him if the guy even catches it. It's probably mm. when, you, when you think about I, communication I, out there. The number one issue is number four. Yes, as long as he's been bad for a couple years now. <laughs> How are you? In, I can, how I can you see, cover two and you let a guy behind you. All I can say is what happened on that deep ball would have happened to Fuller. Fuller would have touched him at least, though, That's when he I'm went saying. on the ground. But the two deep balls that happened, every, every big play the Rams had, <laughs> number four was in the mix. Yeah. Third, third and ten, chance to it was third and beyond ten, right? I think and so. fourth quarter, chance to stop. Cooper Cup, you can't bring Cooper Cup down. Mm-mm. The cup runs over. Jackson, Eddie the Jackson. Cup runneth the, over. The cup runneth over. Man, man that that's <laughs> man. Somebody, somebody said, man, just just go to just go to Eddie Jackson's side. You got a chance. Wow, and that's what it looked like. So what that's happened what to dude? Like, dude looked like he was all world his first couple of years, and now he's just it's like he's regressing each year. I, I will say he was probably masked because our pass rush was so much better than two. Okay. That probably helped him. Now pass rush ain't that great. Yeah. He's getting lost out there. <laughs> That's not good. 
We're in trouble. This Man. is gonna be ugly. Yeah, I, I don't ugly. know. I don't know how. Well, some some of it is is fixable, I guess. Uh, there were a lot of missed tackles. I guess you can fix that. That went on in the preseason. Maybe there was you know miscommunication uh, in the secondary. Uh, how you how you how you let guys get behind us, especially safeties. How you let guys get behind you? I don't I don't understand. Um, and and like I said, one of those they were in cover two. That right. should never happen. That shouldn't happen. Um, so maybe maybe it's miscommunication. Maybe decide you know can coach them up or something. I don't I I don't know. But that defense is not is, is not looking good. So um, let me let me get to yeah, the other go to, problem. Go to two. Right, I think two. I know where you're going with For this me. as well. All right, for me, um, your head coach needs to get out of the playbook. What? No, not Nagy. He needs to get out of the playbook. Not, uh, not Matt Nagy. So I think he's so he's so deep into trying to figure out what the next play call is that he doesn't do his actual job. The actual job of the head coach, which is to figure out situations within the game. And, you know, three, fourth down, uh, you're going for it three times with fourth down makes no sense. The first one I got, it was, it was, it was a fourth and four at, 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 uh, um, what was like no the man's 40, land. at the 45. Okay. Yeah. I, I, kind of a no man's land. Yeah. I get it. Okay. You didn't get that one. The next one, there's no way you should, you should be going for it. Um, <laughs> there's no, there's no, and the last one, uh, fourth we're and 15. in field goal. We're in actually 15, in field, you're in goal, field range. goal range. You're down 13. You take the points there. 10 minutes to go. Cut it to 10. Yeah. That's the obvious thing to do. That 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 made no sense. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I listened, and uh, you guys might find this interesting. I listened to a podcast a few weeks ago. Actually, I was I was up one night and. Uh, I, I did some 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 deep diving in, in the in the internet, in the interwebs, <laughs> and uh, I listened to a podcast uh, that Frank Linty was on. And okay. You know Frank Frank Linty, uh, the, the former Mount Carmel football coach, uh, the state of Illinois, winning his head head coach, won almost four hundred games, 11, 11 state championships, bunch Ooh. of prep bowls, you oh, know. Boy. A pretty pretty good coach, and he right. he 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 cut me. <laughs> just, wow. just to throw that out there, he, he wow. hey, you still call him a good coach, huh? He, he's, he's, <laughs> he's a very good coach. He had his he had his reasons. I didn't agree with those reasons, and we had a conversation about it. And uh, oh, he even talked to you. We, we talked, yeah, we talked okay. about it. Yeah, we talked about it, and uh, we had a good conversation. And uh, long story short, I transferred. To another school and it, everything worked out it was what should have what should have happened and but we're not gonna get on that that's 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 <laughs> all personal stuff all right let's talk about this podcast all right he was talking about his offense his veer all oh, he runs the veer triple option offense and um the guy that was hosting the show asked him what his offensive philosophy was and can you can you just take a guess on what he what he could have said um run the ball Three yards and a cloud of dust. You would think he would have said that. That is not what he said. Oh, okay. He said that 
his number one offensive philosophy, number one priority is to keep his defense out of bad situations. Mm. Hmm. I like that. That makes sense. So that means he said, you you protect uh, the ball on the clock. You don't mm-hmm. turn the ball over and you have a really good kicking game or punt uh, punt team to 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 win the field position battle. That's oh. that's that's Classic. his number one priority in offense. Protect like, this defense. Sounds like he's a Big Ten coach waiting to happen. It's just... <laughs> All right. Now I'm not saying that, you know, scoring points is probably will probably be my number one. <laughs> You would right. think you would, you offense. Know, yeah, yeah. But I think that is very important. And that's something that Matt Nagy should think about going Man, forward. You know what's crazy? So, okay, I'm gonna address that first. It seemed like he had that mindset, except for when it came to fourth down. We ran the ball yep. effectively. Minus the first possession which I'll get into that in a little bit. Like he 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 called a he called a decent game until fourth down situations came. Yeah. What, what I was about to say, and I and those are exactly my two issues too, is by the way. But I'll say coaching first, defense second, for like right. what you just said. You don't put your defense in bad situations. I right. felt like he put the defense in those bad situations. And our defense is not that good, yeah. not what right. it once was. That's what, right, you that's know? the thing. So, he's, he's thinking that this is the 2018 defense, yeah, and it's right. not. And it's not, you know, so I blame him, number one, for that, and then defense after. I'm in, I'm tripped right now that we about 20 minutes into the show and we haven't talked about the quarterback situation. Yeah. Hey, and quite honestly, it wasn't – he didn't play bad. Hmm. Didn't play bad. Did he but play good? When it come back to coaching, did Nagy, didn't, Nagy didn't call plays to help him be better successful. And I think – now, granted, I think that comes into his limitations, though. I well, think I think Dalton is just limited. Well, I think it also, it also has to do with the offensive line. Uh, he it, knew he wasn't going to get – that much protection. He knew Aaron Donald was going to be on his ass, so he was getting rid of the football quick. He was. He was. He was getting rid of the ball. I think they they they, they put a clock on him, and I think he was averaging getting rid of the ball in two point one seconds. Man, at one point in that game, so and he was getting rid of it, and it was and it was it was dink and dunks. It was you can't dink win. and dunk. You can't you win. Can't. You can't win a shootout like that. You can't win that way. You can't. And and that's why. Wait, 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 wait. You can't win it. Brady's won six championships that way. What are you talking about? You can't win. He was only way. dinking and dunking. Brady never throws it downfield. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, most okay. of the time. Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton did not attempt a he pass didn't over attempt- twenty yards. <laughs> His one pass over ten yards was incomplete. Yeah. Everything else. Was under ten yard, were under ten yard uh, attempts. So, so okay. So let me, let me, let me. All right. I, I you know, I, I'm listening to you guys. You're saying your things, and you know, doing your deep dives. Listening to Frank Linty, everything. <laughs> you know, I all. And, and before we began this, you guys were telling me, you know, hey, you know, I, you know, they didn't do that bad. All right, what was done well 
They I ran mean, the football. So ran the football, football very well. I, I, yes, I would agree with of you. That, that's they surprising. They probably, they probably didn't run it enough. My, my honestly, we we were missing the big play capabilities. Like, okay. Dalton was moving the ball, but it was it was it was dink and dunks. And then you get a stop here, you get a penalty there. He can't convert a second and 15, a third and 10. Like, that's where the problem came. Like, anytime he kept it where it was first down, five-yard pass, two-yard run, another three-yard run or three-yard pass, like, he was able to do that when he kept it down the distance short. But if that down the distance was long come third down, and then that's what Nagy decides he wants to go for instead of punting. <laughs> right. You know, well, like. So let me ask you this. What it's a kind of a two pronged question. Like, so what the hell are we doing? And with that, with what we saw yesterday, is it too much to think or ask that we couldn't have asked Justin to do the same damn thing? It's it's definitely not too much to ask. No. One thing putting Justin Fields to run the, the plays that he decided to run, uh, you could have, outside of the, the run, you could have made Dalton run those plays. You didn't utilize Justin Fields in the best way, in my opinion. He ran the touchdown, but other than that, it was like some – he threw the one pass up the seam, I mean, on the outside, mm-hmm. and then the other was a shovel pass – Trying Which, to do it. Can we please get rid of that play? <laughs> it it got mean, an it offensive was, lineman hurt. It was cool. It was it was cool three years ago. <laughs> but then when you run it, you know, once every three weeks, you know, yeah. we're, you know teams are expecting it now. Yeah, yeah. Even, you know, the, Chiefs, even the Chiefs try to do that, and they got they got trounced trying yeah, to do that. Yesterday. Yeah, they did. Yeah. They did. You know, and it's like you do that. Like if you're gonna bring the kid in, give him give him four down. If you're going to do it, like, that's my thing. Uh, secondly, like, I think the way the play, the way the game was called, Justin Fields would have gave us the best chance to win that game. We had zero rollouts. And and that's where I'm questioning Andy Dalton's capabilities. Is he just not capable of doing a rollout? He's athletic enough to do that still. I just well, saw he showed, remember that he, he had to scramble. So he did he, have to scramble. He, he does. I think he has the capability. I think so. I think why wasn't went, it called? I think he went in thinking, I'm just going, I'm coming in, I'm just going to get rid of the football quick. That, that was that was the game plan. But Nagy, if, if Fields is the quarterback, it's no way in hell Nagy is calling get rid of the ball quick with Justin Fields behind center. It's right. no way. Right. It's it's no way he made if he calls a game like that with Justin Fields back there, he should be fired that after that game. It's starting to sound like you guys think he should be let go. It seems it seems to me the failure of this game yesterday has more to do with the, the pre-preparation going into the game and then the execution throughout the game and then the decision making in crucial moments which all of that seems to lead towards the coaching staff, which in essence leads to the head coach. So it was, it was, a, it was, it was the same church, different pew type kind of problems. Mm-hmm. What it seems like, you know, the church being the coaching staff and the head coach 
a different pew being, well, okay, we ran the ball this time, but our Dinkin and Duncan kind of worked against us because, you know, it, it, it limited us and we didn't keep the defense off balance enough, which goes back to Nagy, like you said, at the junk, at the, at the, at the beginning of this, relieve himself of call playing duties. I mean, that, it, it, make, it, it only makes sense. Number one, if you're going to start Dalton, why not let him pass like a quarterback like he used to? Well, well, why not let him get his plays from the offensive coordinator that, you know, he seemed to work well under in Cincinnati? Bill Lazor. Bill Lazor. Yeah. Yeah. Only, yeah, it, yeah. It only makes sense. That and seems. I, and, I know, and I know Bill Lazor is in on uh, uh, putting in the plan each week. Right. Nagy, I think, I think Nagy gets so overwhelmed with play calling that he, he needs to just concentrate on being a head coach and, and giving his input on both sides of the football. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? On, and when, when, when it's necessary, you know, it's four, it's fourth and 15. Should we go for it, coach? <laughs> no, we should probably punt. If his yeah. mind is clear, he probably, or excuse me, we should probably go for a field goal. His mind is probably clear at that point, but he's thinking we got to go because he's calling the plays and, 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 you know, and he's a former quarterback. So I'm sure that that has something to do with it as well. You know, he gets yeah. caught in the moment. So let me, let me ask you this. So, and again, it's a question I asked even last year. What is our identity, especially offensively? Like, who are we? What are we? And I think with Bill Lazor calling plays last year, even with Trubisky back there, there was starting to be more of an identity. Now, as a, somewhat limited, obviously, in some respects, but there seemed to be more of a consistency with where we were going and how we were going to get there. It mm-hmm. seems with Nagy, he's still kind of a little bit all over the place. Mm-hmm. You know, and like, like, who are we? Are we this team that's going to run the ball are we this team that's going to play action are we this team that's going to spread you out are we this team that's going to dink and dunk you are we this team that's going to bring in a quarterback to do athletic stuff but not too much athletic stuff who are we who is who is Matt Nagy who is in you all's opinion right now and and that's right before you said that I was about to say Now I'm really starting to question what type of quarterback is it that Matt Nagy wants to coach? Because (laughs) I thought, I thought, and last year kind of confirmed it when he went to Nick Foles and it didn't work. And he went back to to Trubisky. Mm -hmm. Granted, he gave away play calling duties, but the offense began to look a little better. Right. Now you come into this year, you have a quarterback that, it's far athletic, more athletic than Trubisky and can throw the football down the field with accuracy. And you're choosing to stick with a statue. <laughs> like, so what, what, like, and, and we used to say he doesn't have a quarterback that can run his offense. Well, what, what is this offense you're trying to run? Everyone likes to speak on Mahomes. Well, the Mahomes like capabilities you have on the bench. Right. Like so, so well, what? but the Chiefs had it on the bench for a year too. Now, I I get it. Yeah, but well, they didn't do this though. But but I'm saying that he wasn't the head coach either. Right. No. 
they, he they was the head they, coach. They, they didn't try this this gimmick. Let's let's put him in for a play here and there. That's true. Like, we didn't see him until the last game of the season. Yeah, that's right. He started the final game of the season when they they had a playoff spot wrapped up. Right, and, and that's and that was like like even with that, like man, if you're gonna put him in, put him in when we at the fifty or something. It's the way you do it, roll out and let him bomb it. If he throw a pick, so what? He's a rookie. Like like. Or if you're gonna put them in in the red zone, let them come. Let them get four downs in the red zone, not one play. Take them out, and then next play interception. Like, <laughs> like it, 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 it made no sense. It made no sense, and and I'm <laughs> and I'm really confused. Like, I'm really confused at what what type of offense or what type of quarterback Nagy is looking for to run his offense. Now I, I I did think about this. I was you know while watching the game last night. Could he purposely? Could they have 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 done this whole let's put fields in just to tease people and then get us get us all wanting for fields to come in and then maybe Nagy will get his wish to play fields earlier than than expected. So you well, think it's a call from, from upstairs? Him. Maybe it's coming so from you, upstairs. So you think you think pace is maybe, maybe I'm making I'm, that call. I'm just throwing it out there. I don't. I, I, I'm throwing, throwing, throwing. I'm spitballing. Uh, throwing spitballs at the wall here. I, 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 I hear what you're saying, but based off of last year, with just the going back and the fourth and the fourth and the back and. I mean, I know he ended up not calling his plays or calling plays at the end of the year, but that was after like a lot of abject failure and issues. I think it seems as though Nagy reclaimed a lot of, you know, whatever uh, uh, credibility as a head coach going forward. It seemed like he really reclaimed a lot of that, even throughout the preseason with how, you know, we actually got to see our quarterbacks play, that kind of mm-hmm. stuff. And it seemed as though the team was moving in a positive direction. It seemed like we just hit the brakes at a screeching halt yesterday. And I'm with you on the, you know, pulling the quarterback from one play and putting the exchange in and out. I've always hated that. Yes, get a series or, you know, give them at least two series. I think quarterbacks like anybody else, especially quarterbacks. It's a rhythm you, thing. It, exactly. How are you going to develop any kind of rhythm? And, hey, the interception – that part of the interception that Dalton throw, some of that, you know, yeah, it was tipped or whatever. Some of that could be on he, he was out his rhythm. Yeah. And now you got him, you know, it's like, I know you say, okay, this is what we're going to do. And he goes, okay, coach, I'm okay with it. But you ain't really okay with it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm sure he would be fine if, if it was, okay, goal line situation. We're sticking with Justin. It's first and goal. We're going first, second, third. Fourth down, we're kicking with Justin in that situation. That's different than okay, he going in for one play, and then you come in like it, it's yeah, just cutting your nose off to spite your face is what mm-hmm. it's doing. Yes. <sighs> and, and and it's interesting to know if it could be some inside thing there. But my thing is my thing is even with pace, dude. What quarterback type are you looking for? We already know what he if, wants. If we, you're saying, if you're saying you if you're telling him Dalton has to play, why did you move up to get the kid? Well, we know why he moved up to get the kid, because he lost a little bit of that power struggle because of Trubisky. 
and, and, and you got Nagy saying, I see Mahomes. And, you know, I can see it. Nagy really puffing his chest up and, and really getting the floor and kind of saying, we need to do this in, in convincing pace. And, you know, McCaskey's looking at him like, you know, if you, you want the second go around, you better make it right. I mean, it, there's no reason to not pick Justin. It, it was a, it was a great move, but I, I'm looking at these cats like, dude, like what is going on? Make a decision about what you want to be and who you are. And here's the thing. I, 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 we both agree, all three of us agree that Nagy and Pace are probably not really on as much of a hot seat as the national media thinks they are, even with yesterday's loss. So nobody expects them to beat the Rams. But, and I say, but if they lose next week's home opener against the Bengals, that is going to put a lot of heat on everybody from the head coach to the owner because everybody's like, why'd you keep these buffoons around if they can't beat the Bengals at home and Andy Dalton's former team and you got everything going for you. But they can save face. If you start Justin and lose, he's a rookie. You ain't starting Justin against the Bengals because that's Andy's team. I'm just saying, I know, I know. I'm just saying that could be like, I don't understand how they don't play to the, to, to their hands. Like, you can play the rookie and lose, and nothing is said. They played Justin yesterday, and we lose 34-14. Nothing said. Nothing said. <laughs> nothing said. No. It's the Rams. They're a Super Bowl contender. It's, how now many rookie- all you hear is, what are they doing in Chicago? How you many have rookie- the best <laughs> Right, right. How many rookie quarterbacks won yesterday? Not a Zero. one of them. Not a one of them. And nobody's pissed. And – and and they're still and they're talking about how how good how good and how bad Trevor Lawrence looked in the same game, right? And, and Zach Wilson turned it on late, right? And Mac Jones a fumble away from victory, right? You know, it's it's not their fault that exactly. <laughs> You're right. You're right. You're right. Like, I'm, I'm about to make a prediction here. I think the Bears lose Sunday. Wow. Against the Bengals. And Justin starts it next week? No. No, no, no. They're going to go to Cleveland. Oh, Andy Dalton's going to start. Get hurt by Garrett? Get... Garrett? No, he's not going to get hurt. He's going to be fine. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. I wish we'll think it. They're going to okay. get crushed. <laughs> Justin Fields starts Dang, week man. four versus the Lions at home. Yeah. And now, now crazy, I saw uh, – report that that's the Bears intentions it wasn't an official report and I said that going into the season I gave it to week four right but but I but the way the Bears was talking it's like man if, if Dalton is okay they're going all the way it just seemed like but it's it was a report that showed that the plan has always been for that regardless of what's going on. So it'd be interesting to see. But if they're on three, they right. it, it, it makes the plan easy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Absolutely. Speaking of 0 and 3, segue, uh, the rest of the teams in a division <laughs> also lost. Yeah. But the, uh, the Saints um, – Famous – <laughs> hey, that's real, man. Yeah, that defense is 
That's real. real. <laughs> Jameis threw for 148, five touchdowns. Yeah, that's never. That's all defense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they got the ball like in the 20, like every time it seemed like. Uh, yeah. Yeah, the same because it looks like Jameis has got the arm that Breeze didn't have the last few years. Yeah. And a little more athleticism because we saw him moving a little bit more, not so much, you know, back and forth, but actually up the field. Uh, yeah, they they look they look pretty good, and they still don't have a number one receiver, and they and they did that to the to the uh, to the Packers yesterday. That's what I was impressed with. They didn't have the number one receiver. Yeah, and they, he basically it's a whole new crew of receivers. To be quite honest with you, that they're getting used to, and, and they put up thirty eight. Rogers looked awful. Yeah, he awful. looked like he enjoyed his summer a little too much. Yeah, Rogers like awful. Uh, like he got his got his Scotty Pippen on. Look out for the Lions, though. <laughs> hey, I was about, so I, I was about to guys. ask that. I was about I, to I ask watched, that. Like, I what happened the at the end of that game? I watched it was like forty-one. It was like forty-one. What seventeen? And so then the next I day, I 30, it was thirty-eight. Up. It was thirty-eight ten at one at uh, late right. in that game. They were getting smashed. And then and next day, I looked up. I'm like, oh, these must cover. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. And I, I save, I save uh Brandon, not 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 our Brandon, not smoke, but our coworker Brandon, because he was putting he wanted to put the money on a 49ers. I said, dude, do not sleep on these lions. They're better than what you think they are. They'll be a lot more physical. He's like, but this still, I said, dude, it's your money. I think but I've let you know. Now, when it was 38 to 10, I was like, oh my God, he's gonna kill me because <laughs> 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 so I was pulling for the cover. I'm like, come on, baby, just cover. Just cover. I think something something clicked in that fourth quarter, and hopefully they can. Well, not hopefully. Yeah, not hopefully. Wait a minute. Yeah, maybe they can. They can. You know, turn that into something. But they, you know, they started off shaky, but but looked all right. And then Minnesota and and Cincinnati, that that turned into a better game. Yeah, late. Right. But uh, Minnesota's in trouble, man. A lot of mistakes, but you know what? They uh, the last few years they start off janky. They just do. Mm-hmm. It's like, why are y'all struggling? Y'all should really Every, be killing. everything they with got, them predicates on uh, Cook. Uh, on Cook. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's just been shown if he if he can't get going, they struggle. They're not going to win likely. But their defense should be better than what it is. Hey man, these defenses are getting tired of waiting on these subpar QBs <laughs> to do their jobs. Man, hey. So so the NFC North goes 0-4 and, and the NFC West goes 4-0. NFC West and AFC West. And you're Ooh. starting to hear talk about people saying maybe every team. teams. Yep. Is, you guys laughed at me last week, but now they're not looking so crazy. Uh, uh, Arizona's for real. Hey, they, that was impressive. Arizona's Five for real, sacks man. by Mr. Heathley Chandler. That Jones. was impressive. I'm telling you this, quite honestly, the least impressive team to me was the team that beat us. Because I just think I, maybe it's because I watched the whole game, but I just think our defense was just bad. Like, <laughs> we made them look good because we were. They, we made them look good because we were well, so yeah. bad. Yeah, their their defense is pretty good too, though. Who talking about the Rams? The Rams. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I'm I'm talking about them offensively though. Yeah. Right. Defensively, they the truth. Uh, but well, I I think 
if you look at the who did uh San Fran play Detroit, so that wasn't that wasn't a defense you would say is top notch. But what but what Indy, I mean what Seattle and and San Fran did Mm -hmm. was impressive. Those are two, those are supposed to be two of the better defenses. Like and Tennessee just supposed to be a physical team all together. That's the thing with Arizona out physically them. That was impressive. Yeah. On a road, that was impressive. Mm-hmm. I mean, you if, if there's any team in the West you thought might lose yesterday, everyone would have probably pointed to Arizona. Yeah. But they uh they they came yeah. in the game. They single-handedly, busted. they single-handedly they bust. They smacked Tennessee in the mouth. They single-handedly bust probably about six parlays I did yesterday. <laughs> I, I, I couldn't believe but, I, but. I couldn't believe I did. I picked Tennessee and all those, all those parlays. Wait, I, I thought. Believe. Wait, I thought I was bad with my two parlays on Saturday. You had six parlays. I had about six. Jeez, this is why I don't bet. I had about six, and I, and I, I was just like getting angrier and angrier. Look, Tennessee, Tennessee. Like I didn't choose Arizona and none of these. What is going on? <laughs> Like what, man? Hey, what what do you expect out of out of the Bears come Sunday against uh, Cincinnati? I, I truly don't know. I I don't. I, I asked a question because I had the question because I couldn't answer it. I don't know who these cats are, and I know even less now because the defense doesn't look like a Bears defense at this point. They look, you know, making a, a lot of mental mistakes, uh, physically, kind of getting beat in some aspects and with the defense being unsure, a, a bad defense in Chicago means a bad season for the bears. I don't care what generation, I don't care what decade, what month, what year, if the bears don't have a good defense that spells doom for the team going forward. And the Bengals looked a lot better than I thought they would. And Burrow was getting better as the game progressed. He looked a little rusty starting out, but, he 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 looked good enough, and they did well enough to be, uh, you know, a, at least a talented Minnesota team. I wouldn't say they're well played or well oiled yet, but talented. So to answer your question, what do I expect next Sunday? All right now, I expect a loss. I have no faith that Dalton can push the ball downfield. I have no faith because the head coaching staff and the offensive coaching staff hasn't challenged him to do that even during preseason. They don't have faith. It. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They don't have faith in the the, the, the the little that he did during preseason, the balls were getting tipped and batted and just didn't look like they had anything behind them, really. I think the Red Rifles, you know, more like a pop gun right now. <laughs> and I, I just, I mean, I, the only thing I have faith in is that the running game looks like it can be something. Mm-hmm. So you would hope they give you some play action, but that running game is going to get snuffed if they can't pass because they'll just sit in the box and bring, bring, yeah, bring it up. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, and the Bengals' defense – Look better than I thought it would look. Like like the Bengals in a win, which could have been a loss, looked like what I thought the Bears might be in a loss. Does that make any sense? Yeah. Like, like how the Bengals play, I'm like, that's about, that's about where I expected the Bears to play and lose to the Rams. But, like, you know, hey, going forward, this should be pretty good. Right now, look at the Bengals like, damn, y'all look better than us right now. And you guys are supposedly less talented than us in certain areas, especially defensively. So I expect a loss. Short answer, I mean, long answer to a short question. I expect a loss next week. Vegas uh, has the Bears at uh, minus three. Mm. Yeah, so they're basically saying it's a toss-up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, 
I anticipate a loss next week. But what I anticipate is the first half of stagnant to bad offense <laughs> and Justin Fields starts the second half. Oh, I like that. I like that. Here we, first. We still lose. Looks better going forward. But but we it, it, it it's gonna have a feel like that uh like the Falcons game last year. I don't think Fields pull off the heroics like Foles did. Right. But I think it's definitely gonna make us feel better for the weeks to come with that decision. So I think they I think they elevate that decision to halftime of next week. I think they go ahead and start, like, initially, emotionally, after the game yesterday, emotionally, I was like, they're going to start fields next Sunday. It's just, it just, it's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. But after, you know, calming down right. and realizing it's the Bengals, <laughs> like, they're going to they're gonna give Andy Dalton his chance right. versus his old team. And it's not going to go well, and they're going to say, you know what? Okay, the time is now. Like, if if you're not going to be motivated to have a out of your mind game against your former team, let's see what the other kid. Let's see what he can do versus a kid that he's going to be going against for the rest of their careers, basically. So. That's my prediction. Another loss, but Fields is in at halftime. Wow. So that means that he starts, he being Fields, will start a week ahead of your Detroit yeah. game and start against the Browns. Yeah. So you're saying it's going to be a battle of transfer portal quarterbacks by the second <laughs> half. <laughs> Wait, because right. didn't Burrow leave Ohio Burrow State? Ohio right. State to go to LSU. That's right. <laughs> that he left right. because of. Fields, right? No, no, Fields hadn't gotten there yet. He, oh, he okay, left. Okay. He, left, he left uh, because of the people there. He left because of uh, Haskins. 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 Yeah. Yeah. Haskins. He's like, you're going to start him over me? I'm out. <laughs> I'm out. And wins a national championship. Good call. <laughs> Number one pick. He's an, Ohio, he's an Ohio kid, right? Yes, he is originally yeah. an Ohio kid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. All right. So, what about you, Mr. Sunshine, right. Mr. Bears fan, Mr. Positivity? I, I can't. From what I saw this week from both of those teams, there's I can't see the Bears winning that game. I, oh no, say it ain't so. Say it ain't so. I can't. Uh, the Bengals just have too many options on that offense to uh, for the for the Bears to stop them. They got they got Mixon. You got you got it's Higgins. Right. It's nice. I, it's yeah. very nice. Is nice. <laughs> how's their O line? Uh, not. Great, but better than last better. year. But that's a that's for low bar. But but yeah, that's what that's what's going to be the difference maker for the defense. You got to get pressure. Well, I think the defensive coordinator is going to be under some pressure if they can't generate any pressure at home against the Bengals. Mm-hmm. If you can't do it against them, then that means you're not going to do it against anybody. anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. We play. We had to play three left tackles yesterday because of injury. It's just so sad. What happens if Wilkinson gets hurt? Oh, well, yes. Gonna have to start. You can prove Frank. Him. You can prove Frank Lynchy wrong when they call you. <laughs> <laughs> you uh, 
No. Hey, you gonna have to. You gonna have to. Uh, Suit them up. Put them shoes on. Well, we, I'm so just do we, do we run a man. Do we run no. a two tight end offense? <laughs> yeah. Uh, might we be. Both, do we have two tight ends on the field? Do we? I can't think. We can't. If we, we do, we have enough. I think we have like five. If on the we roster. do, I'm saying one of the we're gonna have to put all three out there, and somebody gonna have to become O line. <laughs> wow, you'd be right. What we gonna do with Dallas did versus practice squad versus the Buccaneers? Zeke was an extra lineman. Yeah, he was. Well, some that may be what that may have to be but, the case then. What hurt us is Montgomery's my best player on offense. <laughs> This is just looking really bad. I was so, <laughs> I was so positive at the beginning of the season. I was like, you know, this I'm is, thinking 10 and 7. This is going to be a long season, man. 9 and 8. No, it's not because the, the Bulls looked to really be good. And the White Sox are going to play until November. And um, Oh, they're going to play until November. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then the, the, the Bulls will carry us throughout the winter. And, you know, the Bears will just be somebody we talk about because, you know, it's NFL, but we'll, this is gonna be a long. Season, I would. I wish it was that easy. <laughs> I wish it was that easy. I actually got a ten game season tickets for the Bulls, man. Oh, this do year. you? Yeah. So that should that should be that should it should be a fun season for them. Should be a really fun season. So that's a that's a good purchase. But I, I'm I'm knowing they're not going nowhere near get me as as emotional. <laughs> As these goddamn on bears. <laughs> uh, that's what they do, man. That's what they do. Hey, let's move on. Let's let's talk some college football. Um, so this was a weekend that you know a lot of uh, uh, a lot of Power Five schools playing against uh, your your mid major and FCS schools. Um, but the one game that I think surprised a lot of people, but I don't think shocked one Glenn Morgan was uh, Ohio State and and Oregon, uh, Oregon pulling off the upset at the at the uh, at the shoot. Uh, what what did you see from that game, man? Um, I saw what I saw when they played, and they being Ohio State played Minnesota. I saw a defense that's not a typical Ohio State defense. I saw. Mm secondary that looks like they're not sure of themselves. I saw linebackers who aren't difference makers yet. And I saw a front four that although athletic and has some four star blue star chippers, they're not quite generating the pressure. They don't have the Bosa brothers and they don't have a young coming off the edge like they've had in the past. Um, And I just see a vulnerable team. Now, vulnerable by Ohio State standards means that they probably lose two games this year, <laughs> you know, and maybe maybe they lost one and maybe they lose one in the, in the, in the Big Ten because the Big Ten doesn't quite seem to be super strong to me. Iowa looks really good. Mm-hmm. I'm still questioning Penn State uh, and, and other teams. Um, but, no, I wasn't completely shocked that Oregon beat them because, I mean, Oregon's got a really nice program. Uh, Chris Ball's done a really good job since he's been there. He, it's not your typical Oregon team in the sense that they're not they're more physical than they used to be. They're, they're not as much a finesse team as they were under Chip Kelly and some of the other uh, coaches that were there. And I think that physicality was not intimidated coming into the horseshoe. And we saw that in Ohio State. They made their pushes, you know, to try and win the game. 
Um, but, you know, Oregon weathered it. And I also see a young quarterback, and there's a difference. I was telling Ez, there's a difference between Stroud and, and Fields. Uh, Stroud missed two open wide receivers that could have made the difference in the game, at least tied it and maybe, you know, done enough to even win it down, down the stretch. He missed them. And the receivers were the All-American wide receivers, Alave and, uh, and Garrett. And these guys were open, and he missed them. He missed them significantly. And it's like, ooh, dude, you miss one, that's tight. You miss two, you mm. – and then at the end of the game – his pass was so high, he overthrew his receiver into the hands of a defender that ended the game completely for Oregon. So, um, I mean, it's impressive as Coach Day's been since he took over. This was their first Big Ten loss since he's – regular season loss since he's been the head coach. I think it was their first loss uh, – his first loss at home since he's been a coach. And I think they had a 23-game home winning streak. So – you know, kudos to what you did, but where you're going forward, you got some questions and you've got to figure it out pretty quick because once there's a little bit of blood in the water, teams see where you're vulnerable, you know they're going to be coming after you. They, could they be done? Uh, it's, uh, you know, I, I still don't know if Michigan's are real. I don't know if Michigan State is real. Um, Rutgers could be a little fly in the ointment. Uh, Shiano's done a great job since he's been back. Um, Maryland seems that can be dangerous at times. Uh, 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 Tagovailoa is there, the younger brother of Tua, and he's doing a nice job. But Ohio State is very talented, and I think Day is a really good head coach. And sometimes you learn more in a loss. I hate to sound cliche. I, I come up with at least four or five cliches once a week, but you you learn you definitely learn more in a loss than you do in a win. Win kind of masks some of your deficiencies, and maybe you kind of overlook them. Now you're forced to you, you're forced to face them. And I think we'll see how they bounce back. You know, sometimes a team that are talented like this, they get that punch in the mouth and they lose. And then the players are like, okay, we're not as good as we thought we were. And whatever coach is saying, we need to really buy into it as opposed to just paying lip service to it. And so they may come out with a vengeance. I think if their next win is one where they, you know, play a power five team and, and they win significantly, not not beat up on a weak sister, but they win a significant power five conference uh, uh, con- contest against opponent. Yeah, then I, I think we can look to see Ohio State playing the Big Ten championship again. And I think they may still. Uh, Michigan State, to me, I think if, it, if a team, if it's not if it's not Ohio State, I think it's either Michigan State or Penn State. I still just don't trust Harbaugh or Michigan. I, I think they're going to still run the table in the Big Ten. Okay. What From what I saw, their defense is not – yes, their defense is a problem. Mm-hmm. But I don't think there's a team in the Big Ten that can score with them. I, I so I caught the game late, so I'm thinking, oh, this kid Stroud is throwing picks. Probably done fumbled a couple times. I go look at his numbers. I'm like, wait, what the hell? Yeah, nice numbers. They just can't stop him clearly. Now, granted, he like you said, he missed some throws. I think that could be fixed with time, but I don't see the. I don't see a Big Ten team having the cap- the type of offense that Oregon brought. And I think that's why I think Ohio State is going to be okay within the conference. I mean, they weren't going to win in the playoff, no way. Uh, <laughs> just, just being real. But I think they're going to be okay within the conference, uh, in my opinion. 
I, I felt I feel that offense is still explosive. It is. And, yeah. and I and I think you're going to have to score. You go and the defense is vulnerable. So you give you will have your chances from what I've seen. But I don't know if any team within the conference has an offense better than theirs. So that's that's why I think they're going to be okay within the big team. I would agree with you because Penn State and Wisconsin were struggling to score an offense. And and when they did score some offense or show some offense, it was against a weak sister type kind of school. Uh, I, I, you, you're right. I, teams are going to have a hard time scoring with against Ohio State. And Stroud has put up some numbers. I mean, you know, he took, what, over 400 yards last week, you know, in a loss. So, um, and the running backs look really good. I do like their running backs. Um, so, yeah, you, you're, you're right. They're going to have to score with them. But that defense, man, that defense is a problem. <laughs> Yeah, and, and like you said, like you said, you was like it's cliche, but sometimes you do get more out of a loss than a win. Like this is Ohio State; they're used to excellence, so them getting punched in the mouth may be a wake up call for them. They're not the Dallas Cowboys, who everyone is talking about more victory because they lost by two to the <laughs> Patriots. You know they right. they they have a they have a level of success, so losing like that at home after winning what you said 23 straight at home or something like that right or, yep yep like that's a big deal and i'm sure some guys is it's it, people is paying attention now like i don't know if they necessarily fix it completely but i think the effort will be different i think you will start seeing them trying harder i'm not saying they wasn't but i'm that's the first step. Just start giving extreme effort. <laughs> and then maybe the scheme will start to come together more and more as they possibly buy in. Like you said, they listen more and take it serious to understand like we Ohio state, like that doesn't happen, you know? So we'll see. I'm still not sold on Michigan, even though they, Yep. <laughs> even though they gave, even though they gave me an L in, 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 hey, I, in I, my in my picks, I, I took them in my parlay, man. If it wasn't for freaking USC, which by the way they fired their head coach tonight, is uh, it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. After, after the loss of Stanford. that was yesterday, they fired them, right? Was it? Was it yesterday? I think I, I saw it yesterday. I, I, I saw it tonight. Did they tell them not to get on the bus like they did? Uh... Uh, the, the head coach at Ole Miss now, Kiffin. Like, did, did, this, is not, <laughs> you, this is not your bus. You want the other bus? <laughs> oh man, that that made me so mad because I I picked I, I I did a uh, just to just to sort of hedge my bets. I did a late uh, the late game uh, parlay, and uh, I took Michigan over over Washington. I took some school called uh, Immaculate Word. Word over over over, pra- over Prairie View and beat the brakes off Prairie View. Smoke, you might you might you might like that. <laughs> yeah, I love it because one of one of one of my kids, one of the kids I used to coach, he went to Prairie View. His dad talks so much, and he, I'm like, I never even heard of this school. Immaculate Word, <laughs> Immaculate. Wait, I never heard of it. I saw it on the, I saw it on the board right, and I was like, Immaculate Word. I was like, what the hell? And they beat the. And then I, I looked back, you know, I looked at their at their past games. I was like, wait a minute, they hung with Youngstown State last week. I was like, oh, oh man, 
Yeah, I would take Immaculate Word. It actually worked out. Who who knew they 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 played some good football at Immaculate Word, wherever that is. Never, never, <laughs> never heard of it. <laughs> and then USC, USC just killed me, man. Um uh, and yeah, I don't man. Uh uh what's their quarterback's name? Um Keaton Slovis. Slovis, yeah. Ugh. <laughs> Not a first round pick, huh? Nah. No, not at all. Well, hey, that goes to what I said last week. The quarterback play at college football is not as impressive by, by you know compared to last year's by any standards. There's some really bad quarterback play. Hey, why is Notre Dame still a top ten team? Because mm, the other teams lost in the top ten. I feel like that media darling. Just uh, one, yeah. just one program. They don't care. Well, to see get into they didn't lose those big games they didn't lose get, they they, they did, didn't they lose they did beat Toledo they didn't it's, lose it's, it seems Fairly. like they're promised if you if you just go well, undefeated you will get in the playoff and then hey what happens there you're Notre Dame hey no one believes in you anyway it just seems like it like well I mean hey one more victory I think. And I think he surpasses Newt Rockney, the head coach of Notre Dame. Either he ties it or he surpasses him with one more victory. So uh, as what? As all time winning. Yep. He's yep. been there that long? Yep. He's been there for a moment, dude. Wow. Yep. Yep. So, 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 he, so, he already so, yeah, he already passed Lou Holtz. That's what that's where I was just I'm yes. just saying that they they oh. they've been winning. They've been they've been a good program. They've been a nationally ranked. And they can do they can they beat Clemson last year and they competed for the first half in the playoff last year. So they're there, they're just not there. You know, they're they're okay. They're they're good, just not good enough. Um they they probably need a big time quarterback to commit to that school, you know, to make a difference. He needs he needs that kind of quarterback and probably a, a nice stalwart on defense that can kind of, you know, galvanize and, and be able to make those stops when you need them. But they're, they're a solid team, man. And I mean, I, you may not like them. You may love to hate them but, and hate to love them, but they're, they're consistent in Ohio State loss and Iowa State loss. So two teams in the top ten loss. So, you know. Hey man, how, how about the way Florida State lost <laughs> <laughs> to Jacksonville State? Yes. That was <laughs> wow. And then they planted – Jacksonville State planted the flag at the fifty. Oh, on the, on wow. the Seminole logo. Not Jacksonville State. <laughs> they plant flags? They really? The flag on them, man. Didn't know they even had one. Exactly. Man. Where did they get the flag from? They, they got it from somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> that was Jeez. bold. Wow. Man. You know, we have a co-worker of ours. who's a big Florida State uh, fan. Shout out to uh, Slako Bekovich. But... Uh, Sorry, Slaw. He said, man, Florida State's back. He said that in a loss. He said that to me, to my face. Like, Florida State, Notre Dame loss. Yeah, they're back, baby. I'm like, mm, okay. I'm not, not, you know, it's just, and, and it, I'm like, I, I bet he didn't say a word to me next week. <laughs> I'm like, dude, <laughs> stop. You lost to Jacksonville State at all. And they're growing flags in the middle of your field. Man. Oh, not good. That's, that's not good at all. Not but good. hey, man. Hey, those those programs, I'm telling you, man, those FCS programs, 
don't don't snooze on them. They they're getting better, man. It, it's it's a lot more competitive than people realize. Dangerous, man. Dangerous, especially that those Hampton Pirates. Well, wait, no, they lost to ODU. <laughs> sorry. Well, hey, why, why are we tripping here? I mean, are we gonna give congratulations to the Big Twelve to surviving and and adding on the four teams they've added on? I mean, we wait, talk is that is that a done deal? Oh, they agree. They agreed, and the teams, yeah, that's that, that 2023, I think, is when those teams will start playing in, in the Big 12. They added so uh, Central Florida. Know. That's news to me. Central, Central Florida, Florida, Houston. Um, uh, oh, Jesus, now my brain. Cincinnati? Yes, yeah, Cincinnati and BYU. Mm, that's, that's big. Cincinnati is – I was talking about them last week. I got to think about that. I'm just saying, it's like that, that, that alliance now – you know, and, and I know it didn't necessarily include the Big 12, but they might want to throw the Big 12 a little bone now. So, and and it's official with Texas and Oklahoma, right? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, they're, they're leaving. Gone, yeah. yeah, they're gone. <laughs> they, they might they might leave sooner now because you sure Texas might leave sooner. Yeah, Texas and Oklahoma might leave after, sooner after after Arkansas beat the brakes off. Them. Well, that's the other <laughs> that's the other funny thing. I was like, when I was watching that game, I was like, yeah, you're getting a nice welcome to the SEC if Arkansas is whooping your ass like this. That's what they kept saying on, uh, on uh, Sports Center, like, welcome to the SEC. Hey, but here's the thing, though, and I don't know if they talked about it during the telecast. I, I, I saw it, but I couldn't hear it. I had to add sound down. But um, keep in mind, the head coach of Texas, who is Arcasian, was the offensive coordinator for Alabama yeah, last year. Mm-hmm. When Alabama played Arkansas last year, that was one of their tougher games. They did not go off offensively. As a matter of fact, I think they were held like maybe 150 yards under what they were averaging against everybody else in the country. Mm. Uh, They won that game basically off of special teams and defense. So they really had a hard time against Arkansas. So Sarkeesian now is in Texas, probably running a very similar offense to what they just saw last year, but without the Alabama personnel. Hence, you got your ass whooped. (laughs) <laughs> on TV because Arkansas is like, yeah, we done seen this before and you're not as good as the other guys who and were running we it got, last year. We still got SEC talent. Oh, we got we better. still a Big 12 team. Right, we got better. Well, I mean, Texas is a Big 12 team, but Texas is Texas. You're going to – they're blue chippers all over the place. You're still going to get the creme yeah. de la creme. Yeah. You know, it's like USC is always going to get talent. Michigan's always going to get talent, you know what I'm saying, because you're the school in those states. But, uh, yeah, you better, you better figure it out. It, dude, Oklahoma – you, you, I know you dropped 76 against Western Carolina, whoever, but I'm watching Spencer Rattler. He is, nothing. he is consistently throwing off his back heel. Not his back foot, his back heel. I'm like, dude, I don't know. So, uh, But, yeah, man, that, that Big 12 is going to be a legit 12 now, 12 teams. And actually, as a basketball conference, it's looking really nice as a basketball conference. I mean, obviously, the national champion, presiding national champion in Baylor is from there. But Kansas is Kansas. Iowa State's always going to be good. Oklahoma State's always going to be good. And now you're bringing in Cincinnati and Houston, which are really good programs. Exactly. Central Florida. Yeah, yeah, Central Florida's not bad either. Basketball program, too. Right. So Yeah, that's that's not bad. You cover – you cover a lot of ground nationally. Mm-hmm. I mean, you basically um, you keep Texas. Well, you, you, know, you already. I mean, you already had Texas with uh, right. But I'm saying you keep it because you, you don't disband now. You keep it. Those schools stay together. Oh now. yeah, 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 yeah. But right, where, so, so where, where were they going to go though? 
I mean, people are talking about splitting them up. You know, they're talking about some schools going to the Pac-12, some schools going to the ACC, some schools going to the Big Ten. Some, you know, they. But now that's not going to happen because they're they're going to remain twelve, and they'll actually be a legitimate twelve teams finally. Yeah, that's that's not. You get you get the Orlando market, and uh, mm-hmm. so you're in Florida now. You get Cincinnati, Ohio. Now you're in Ohio, which is in a good Ohio. recruiting base. Um. I mean, Utah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but it's BYU, so you get a brand. Mm-hmm. You get a brand. Yeah, BYU. that's not that's that's not a bad look. That's not a bad look for them. No, you're you're probably a little bit better than the Mountain West used to be. You know, you're somewhere between the Mountain West and what the Big Twelve once was. <laughs> back in the back in the not too distant future. Or distant past, excuse me. But yeah, it's it's it's, it's a definitely a positive step going forward, and and if you look at it, I think those teams were pretty competitive in football over the last few years too, as far as winning percentages and stuff. So it's not like you're getting a bunch of you know do nothing football programs or all winning football programs, all four of those teams. So yeah, and it helps your recruiting. And my nephew who's at Cincinnati, I'm like, oh hey, how about them tickets now? always looking out for yourself yeah gotcha (laughs) so let me let me ask you so so a school like central florida joining this big 12 this this iteration of the big 12 will they now be seen as a a a team that could possibly go to a uh to a playoff well when a playoff expands to 12 teams yeah and and if they win the big 12 then it'd well, be hard let's to argue say if against it, stay, it. If it stays as is right now, because right, uh, sure, there's been there has been some pushback on that. Right, I think you know it's 2023. I think is when these teams will be in the Big Twelve. If that's the year, especially if you have a definitive year when you start recruiting, you can point to that year. So you're building your base towards that eventuality that you'd be able to compete and play for a national championship. Yeah, I don't see why not, because the Big 12 is a Power 5 conference. It has that designation, so you're going to get that, that you know, look over, you know, schools from the other five. So, so yeah, you don't have to worry about, you know, trying to be that school from the other five trying to get to a nice bowl that's not in the playoff. Now you actually can get to the playoff bowl and have a shot at it. So, yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good move for those schools, most definitely. Oh, good stuff, man. Good, good, good stuff for them. Hey, guys, let's move on to uh, to our picks. Let's do this. And uh, last week, um, Glenn, you went two and one. Yes, sir. I went two and one. There you go. Smoke, you finished at one and two. Mm-hmm. Starting off a little shaky there. Yeah. Just like just Top like dog. them Yankees. Oops. Did I say that out loud? Did I let that slip out? I did say that. My ball. My bad. We said football. My bad. This is football. No comeback. No <laughs> comeback. So uh let's see. The low guy will get the uh is is gonna go first. So That's smoke. Right. All right, so I'm going to picks. Kind of was unprepared, so I'm gonna go all NFL. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take Washington on Thursday night minus three and a half. You want to get it out the way early, huh? 
<laughs> um, I'm going to go Miami plus three at home versus Buffalo. Yeah, Miami a home dog, right? Buffalo goes on two in the division. Wow. wow. And let me see, let me see, let me see, let me see. Hold two in the conference, too. And I'm going to go. Oh, I'm going to take this one easy. I'm going to take Chiefs Sunday night on the road, Baltimore minus three. Wow, just just because the Ravens fell apart tonight, you figure they just can't handle all that, that spotlight. I was going to take it. I would have took it if they won. Mahomes <laughs> <laughs> oh, right, so undefeated at home. I mean, on in September. All right, so you got the Washington football team minus three and a half, Dolphins plus three, and the Chiefs minus three. All right. GM, what you got? Well, I'm going to uh, co-sign on your Miami game. I'm like, man, a home dog. And I can't, I can definitely see Buffalo, everyone's favorite going into this uh, season to go to the conference finals, being down 0-2 and everybody going, what's wrong with Buffalo? Mm -hmm. So I can see that narrative happening after next weekend. So I got Miami home dog plus three. Um, I usually go with the never bet against your team or bet for your team mantra, but I'm so disgusted with Chicago that I'm going to take Cincinnati on the road plus three. The Bengals. And I probably shouldn't, but I'm going to do it anyway because I picked this team to win the AFC West because I believe in their defense. I'm going to take the Denver Broncos minus six at Jacksonville. Oh, that's a good That's a good uh, <laughs> That defense should have a field day. <laughs> I, I'm thinking three picks again. <laughs> So I got you down. Dolphins plus three, Bengals plus three, and the Broncos minus, minus six. Six, yes, sir. All right. Um, going to me, I am going to take uh, Michigan Damn, State. The college guy, huh? Uh, plus six against Miami. Sparty. Um, I'm going to take Dallas plus three against the Chargers. Really feeling the Cowboys, huh? And it's rivalry week. Okay. My Hampton Pirates take on the Howard wow. Bison in wow. DC. Wow. There is no line yet, but there will be by Saturday. Whatever it is, I'm taking the Pirates to win. So I'm going with Hampton. Wow. To win mm-hmm. that football game. I think it'll be plus or minus, though. Whatever it is. No, no, I understand that, but I'm asking you, do you think Hampton will be a dog or a favorite? Uh, I think based on uh, both teams' losses last week, Hampton will be a favorite coming into this game. Who Hampton got? Howard. Oh. On a road. Big time, big time rivalry. Well, so it's a, it technically it's a it's, classic it's, game. It's in D.C., but yeah, uh, it's, okay. a, it's, a, it's a neutral site. I get site, you. Though. Neutral site. 
Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Technically. So uh so I got Michigan State plus six, I got the Cowboys plus three, and I got the Hampton Pirates. Whatever it is. That's right. All right. Good luck, fellas. We'll see how this goes next week. Thank you guys for uh uh for joining us here on this late night. Talk some football, greatly appreciate it. Uh thank you, the listener, for uh for choosing us. We do not take your listens lightly. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast. Please listen, like, and subscribe. We greatly appreciate that. Uh, you can also catch us at hp53productions.com. You can find a link to our podcast as well as the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson. Uh, also, check out our link for merch. Merch, merch, merch. We promise it'll get there. We promise, promise, promise it'll get there. Uh, hey, I got my got- stuff. We got got shirts, hats, mugs, sir. Whatever you need, put in a request. If it's something else special you want, put in a request. Maybe we can try to find that for you too. We'll see. Uh, But with that, yeah, man, let's uh, let's end this. GM, yes, sir. Please take us out. Hey, it's like we always say. We ain't saying we're right. We're just less wrong than Matt Nagy. (laughs) Woo! Bear down, go Bears. Bear down. Bear down.